golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. I turn on the lights. I love to play. Hello. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, in the house, Will Perry, and live from the players, the TPC Sawgrass, and the stadium course, it's Holly G. Hello, Will. Hey, Holly. You know, I'm super jealous of you right now that you're up there uh, in uh, Ponte Vedra. Well, it is buzzing up here. It has just been an absolutely uh, quintessential golf day up here, a little breeze coming off uh, the beaches. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful time to be in Ponte Vedra. And the players are just all talking about what great shape the golf course is in. And I was out a little bit today, uh, the new 12th hole, of course, the 17th, the Island Green. We got a lot to talk about later in the show. Uh, we do have an abbreviated show tonight because of UCF baseball, but We've got uh, 45 minutes of golf to fill you in right here from the players. And, Will, there was some big happenings in golf over the weekend, uh, starting off with Wells Fargo, uh, a lefty, not uh, Phil Mickelson, but Brian Harmon winning on Sunday. What a win that was for him. I mean, he actually birdied 18 to pull it out there right at the end. There was a, a three-way tie. It was looking like Dustin Johnson was going to – kind of throw his, his name right into the mix after, I don't know, what has it been, um, four four or five weeks roughly since he's teed it up last? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, been, you know, I, I, I thought remarkable that DJ could just get right back into the swing of things, which he did, and really quite an amazing shot that Harmon, you know, he stubbed his third shot, uh, overshot the green, and made that 28-footer for Birdie on 18 to seal the deal, beating out some, you know, pretty tough competition in Dustin Johnson and John Rahm, who once again uh, chalks up another top-10 finish. He, he just, is going to be one to watch here. Absolutely. He just can't – well, I wouldn't say can't. He just keeps throwing his name into the mix for for potential to win. Actually, uh, Ed, on his blog this week for us, he, he mentioned that he liked, uh, as a, a rookie, to put your – Put your uh, your betting, you know, side behind was was John Rahm this week. I mean, he's he's shown up pretty much in every tournament that he's played so far this year. Well, and for a you know, you got to remember this guy's a rookie. Um, but he's not you know, acting like it. These, a lot of these guys, you know, they've got experience. They know the courses. He said in a press conference yesterday that you know, having played college golf, you only got a day to you know, kind of size up the golf course. But, you know, and, and that, that's, you know, he's, he's really good at doing that, clearly. But when you think of, you know, the amount of time that guys have had uh, to, to play these courses and to prepare, 
Uh, he, it's, it's really amazing what he's done so far. Maybe uh, already we can be talking about him as Rookie of the Year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I haven't looked at his stats from, from where he was at uh, before the match play or since the match play, but he's already had a number of top tens. He's, he has one win already this year. He's been in the hunt for several others. Um, you know, you, you would have to think. I mean, I, no one else even really immediately comes to mind who's come close to having the, the sort of start uh, he's had so far this year, but maybe maybe when we catch up with Jeff a little bit later from Golf Week, he might have a little bit of insight on that. I'm sure. I know he likes John. Yeah, he sure does. Uh, speaking of John, John, Je- yeah, Daly. Big John Daly, John Daly, wild at the Woodlands, Texas, the in- at Woodlands in Texas, uh, the insperity on the Champions Tour, beating out Tommy Armour the third and Kenny Perry. Long John back in it. That was a a big drought, I think his last win was 2004, and uh, wow, that's good for that's good for the game. Well, I think anybody who's you know followed his career over you know what the last two decades would have to you know it's good to see well from the sense of of how well documented has been. I mean, we saw the ESPN 30 for 30 documentary that was on. I don't know when that was, probably back in the fall. Um, just of all the the ups and downs that John's had. I mean, it's cool to see that, that he won again. I mean, you know, everybody has kind of like that one last moment. Um, and maybe this was his, you know, maybe hope it'll, it'll kind of like spur him to, to play a little bit better on the champions tour, but definitely good to see uh, a W back for, uh, for John Daly. And nobody could wear the red, white, and blue better than <laughs> John wearing those loud mouth pants that he's made famous. Uh, but boy, you know, He's, he's always had, you know, we know that John can just hit the heck out of the ball, but a, a lot of people don't realize what great touch and creativity he has around the greens, and it really showed off, especially on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. He's, um, he's always one of those guys that just is such a feel player that you never really know <laughs> what's going to happen. I mean, you know, all of those, he's had plenty of big numbers that have been documented. Um, he's always kind of battled the mental side of his game. He doesn't have the most traditional golf swing, but he can definitely score. I mean, he's proven that throughout his career. Um, but, you know, he's he's almost just as likely to, you know, miss a cut probably as he is to potentially, you know, go low or win a tournament. Well, all eyes are at the players. And uh, uh, Sergio Garcia in the press room today for the first time since his Masters win and um you know he's yeah you had a little that. walk with sergio today i did i did he's, he's still got that megawatt smile going from <laughs> ear to ear took can a you blame couple him weeks took, took a couple weeks off went to switzerland i guess he's got a home there with his fiance and um you know just he said he just uh, really just chilled out for two weeks and good for him um you know he he I asked him, you know, what was how he felt about, you know, the great reception he's gotten, not only in America, but around the world, I think. Um, And he said the thing that um, has meant the most to him is the way that the players uh, have reacted. He said that um, he said, you know, uh, it shows me how much my fellow players respect me and care about me. It's something that you can't really fake. So that's awesome. And, you know, you could tell he was, you know, just really enjoying the moment. And then I asked him if, um, you know, his his strategy or his goals were going to change any, you know, now that he's got the first major 
for the rest of the majors this year. And he said, you know, not really. He's really always played his game just about, you know, getting better and constantly improving. And I asked him specifically, though, about the Open Championship. We know that that probably, like many players here in the U.S., dream about sinking a putt at the Masters of the U.S. Open. You know that probably most European tour players think about the Open Championship. It's, you know, their, their number one major. And uh, he said, you know, that he was really looking forward to that. So spent a lot of time with the media, uh, just very, very gracious, very personable. And, you know, that's the Sergio we love, as you know. Well, that's that's for sure. I mean, did you did you kind of get a sense at all on what his his spirit is like this week? I mean, returning to a place that he's both won and has had some some difficulties, honestly, playing the Players' Championship as well. He's had he's been in the hunt several other times too, only to have come down to the seventy second hole or so, roughly, to have just kind of missed out. Yeah, I you know I think overall he just he loves this golf course. He feels um, you know that it suits his game really well. It's definitely a ball striker's that, golf course, and that he is sure is. Oh, my gosh. Especially an iron player. You know, coming into these greens, the players are saying they're firm, they're fast. Uh, I've heard several people say around the media center that that may favor, you know, the best of the best putters, which would uh, probably bode well for Ricky Fowler, um, you know, coming into it here, and possibly Jordan Spieth. And speaking of Ricky, he aced 17 today in the practice round. Very nice. Where so, did they have the know, pin at today? Uh, I didn't see it, actually. I think it was um, maybe center. Uh, I, I saw a brief clip, but, you know, there's. I think nobody that likes 17 better than Ricky Fowler, as we know, that amazing round, final round he played in 2015, where uh, I think he birdied it, what, three times coming down the stretch yeah. between the playoff and, and uh, coming from behind by six shots in that tournament was really something else. For sure, and he he's kind of played well as of late as well. He uh, I think it was like, uh, I was reading some stats earlier today. He, I think he finished tied for 11th at the Masters. He won earlier in the year, and, you know, he's kind of starting to, to regain that form. And, and even though he missed the cut, you know, there last year, I think it's probably a place that he feels super comfortable about. I mean, even going back to his days at, you know, junior golf, you know, he's played this golf course a ton of times. Um, he's a great ball striker as well, and he can get hot with the putter too. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, some interesting um, background on a few of the players. We know Henrik Stenson has played well here and is a, you know, former champion. There's never been a back-to-back champion. Believe it or not, 2013, hard Hard to imagine. Feels like forever. You know who won that? Players, Tiger Woods. Well, right, that seems like forever ago by this point. Yeah, it's, it sure does. And uh, interestingly, in the pack, just behind Ricky Fowler in 2015, was Brian Harmon. So, you know, he might be a sleeper pick this week coming off his win. Okay, so um, you might take him as your, as your B pick this week then possibly. I'm going to hold my cards on that till we get a little uh, a little later in the show. But um, I know we've got a lot of golf coming up. Uh, we've got uh, Jeff Babineau from Golf Week as well as Gary Smith, the local uh, golf writer here from the Times Union in Jacksonville who's covered this tournament, I think, uh, almost 30 years. And 
so we've got a lot more golf coverage coming up. You're listening to Golf Insiders live from the TPC. Stay with us. More golf talk coming up. 